As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. right it's episode 320 and uh, this week we got a special treat for you from hong kong two of them by the way two movies involving cats Cat, kitten the internet's greatest yeah. invention yeah <laughs> yeah the internet created cats yeah. <laughs> yes but yes we are going to be watching two movies about cats one of them is called evil cat from 1987 and the other one is the Cat from 1992. You got it. That's right. So let's get all Hong Kong crazy up in this bitch. Uh, these are in our new segment, or I don't know what we're really doing with this, but the weird as fuck wonders. Yay. So we're going to be doing that. And um, it's basically movies that we're going to be doing on the podcast. Are they weird? They're, yeah. The, <laughs> there's a scaling system that we're doing with these, by the way that we're going to be doing differently than we do with our regular movies. And we even considered even doing a new podcast and everything with this. So we're not there yet, but, you know, stop listening and we're gone. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but we, we had this whole idea that we were playing in our head that was almost like a puppet show. And, like, I would put on my clown mask and I would be bucko to fucking... Clown. You're, you're alter, alter eager. Yeah, but I'm ego. fucking bucko the fucking clown. And then this is fucking Terry the fucking dyslexic. She would be a puppet. But I'd be di a dyslexic puppet. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I speak wrong. I read wrong. Yeah. I speak wrong. And she's wrong all the time. So, um, but yeah, I actually even went ahead and made a fucking entire song about it. That's how interested I was. And I'm going to play it for you guys right now. So buckle the fuck up. Imagine a fucking puppet show with us as the host and uh, a lot of really fucked up shit going on, including dyslexic dairy. <laughs> Gather around, everyone. It's time to sing the song. Beelzebub, where are you Boys and girls, do you like a fucked up movies? Blood and guts, dudes got nuts, lots of fucking boobies, knives, cups, and guns. We got it all for you. Like, have you seen a cat fight a baby on the moon? No. Lots of Hong Kong stuff and satanic wonders. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the weirdest fuck wonders.
But yeah, we got a new rating system for the weirdest fuck movies, the weirdest fuck wonders. So whenever we say weirdest fuck wonders, that means you will know what to expect. These are sort of in the so bad it's good, super weird variety of films. Uh, we find a lot of them to be in Hong Kong. In fact, I went out and on a, a sort of a spree and bought all these like really hard to find movies. You went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and I found a lot of really cheap ones um, from like uh taiwan hong kong japan um korea and italy what else christina no idea it's like four from italy and like three from the u.s just we got a ton of stuff planned and uh, we're even going to do like something where we have some people over for like weird as fuck wonders something you know what i mean we may even do fucking t-shirts that's how excited we are about this okay because we we were thinking about the break over the wedding break because we went to two weddings guys and let me tell you i am exhausted yeah <laughs> fuck love okay no i'm kidding <laughs> they were b back to back they were friday and saturday yeah we had a good time we're just exhausted okay so we were thinking about like, you know, you know, we want to make the podcast be interesting and fun and do different things. And this is just one of those ways that we can add to the podcast to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, do you want to talk about the weddings, Christina, at all? Or do you Oh, they they were good. It was it was it was exhausting. My sister got married on Friday, so that was an all day thing. Right. And then on Saturday, my best friend from like forever, uh, he got yeah. married. And that was that was fun and exciting. They're both very good. different, but we both yeah. had fun at each of them. Yes. So surprise at the end of each one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then I felt bad because um, we didn't stay as long as I wanted to for at right, we were my just... best friend my best friend's wedding because uh, yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah, they, exhausted. The crane operator that got me out of this house uh, was uh, busy that day, so I had to get, go back home. They dumped me on the, the back crane. of the Oh, my truck. God. Shut up. That's horrible. <laughs> and then we had my nephews um, the whole, the whole during the whole time. Which we had a really good time with them, actually. Yeah. We yeah, really did. They're uh, just a ball of, like, interested in everything that we do. Right. And then they went and saw co Cocaine Bear while we were at the other wedding. And they really, really enjoyed Cocaine Bear. So I'm glad. Well, and if you don't, you're a piece of shit. So there's that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I don't know. They didn't use a real bear. I know? know, and it wasn't really funny, and <laughs> there was no jokes in it. Mm -hmm. You sad, dead person. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I keep running into people that really liked it, and uh, I'm, I'm pissed that they didn't put it out in 4K. It's all because of you haters, man. You really fuck everything up, man. Just say you like it, and then move on. And then we can just have everything we want. We wouldn't have bought it anyway, Alex. Like, calm down. I'm mad. No, there's no money God in damn it. 4Ks. There's no money in it for them. It's coming out in 4K in the UK. It came out on 4K in digital, but not well, here. Well, then buy it there. No, what they're going to do is they're going to be like, oh, we brought it on Blu-ray, and now you can buy it on 4K with Blu-ray. It's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing, man? They've been doing that lately. It's like, here's the Blu-ray. <laughs> We're not going to do the 4K, are we? And then a month later, it's 4K cocaine bear with fur with dust all over at it. least you got the blu-ray and it wasn't a dvd we didn't get the blu-ray most you You're saying i meant in general, in general yeah. not us but but you guys know what i'm talking about right like they do this shit for you collectors out there you know what i'm talking about it's fucking annoying <laughs> anyway so uh is there anything else we want to talk about christina anything else new that we're going to be talking i about? made a poopy oh good <laughs> 
What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. I've been working on the bathroom. Oh. You know. Our CDGBs. That's I still haven't taken uh, any pictures of it yet, but it's not done yet. CB. Now, I already got this. I got CDGBs. I get it CBGBs. all. CDGBs. Conf- yeah, I get it all confused because remember that store here in Arizona back in the day that was really, really popular? It was called CDGBs. So no they, they would sell all CDs of of like a ton of stuff, but it was like punk themed, metal themed, and a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't remember CDGBs? Nope. They had like two two or three stores here in Phoenix. They all closed up. Oh. It was one of the first things I saw out here. As a matter of fact, when I moved out to Arizona, we stopped at the CDGBs up in Phoenix. And I was like, I don't oh think my that's God. what it was called, but that's okay. Yeah. The, but there's also the club CBGBs. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, isn't it called CBGBs? Yeah. Yeah. That was a play on the words. That's all I'm saying. I'm, oh, get, I'm getting confused. You're getting me confused. Yeah, I know. I'm a very confused person. Sometimes I wake up and I'm wandering in the middle of the street. Poopy on down. yourself. <laughs> all right. All right. That'll be one of those days soon, Christina. You'll have to deal with that. That's not funny. Where am I? I'm all scared and I've been outside for three days, like trying to feed squirrels or something. I don't know. <laughs> squirrels. I don't know. Yeah, squirrels in Phoenix. Yeah, I've there got go. snakes bitten onto my legs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I think it might be that time. <laughs> what time is it? Horror shots. All right, guys. So today we're going to be doing a shot. A horror shot. Themed is that what ar- that is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Themed around the movie The Cat from 1992. And this is a movie about a space cat. And in the movie, not only do they make, they drink vodka a lot. Stoli, not lot. vodka. But we don't have Stoli, so you're just going to have to suck it up. They also use it as a, a bomb. What are those bombs called? Yeah, Molotov. Yeah, Molotov, yeah. Yeah, what was the orange reason? Why did we get the orange? Because they had Fanta ads. They had a close-up of Fanta yeah. in their movie. Orange crazy. Fanta. It's crazy. So we decided to take those two ingredients from the movie to make a cattail, which is based on the movie Cat 1992. So here today, we brought the two ingredients together in an amalgamation of joy and space uh, not this uh, drink is not from this star, by the way, as they say in the movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm not from this star. I'm from another star. Uh, the translation in this movie was really bad, but we'll talk about that. Later. They're not wrong. Star. We definitely are on a close to a star. Maybe. Maybe. we're Yeah. Cause, I don't know. I thought we were on a planet. Yeah. But the stars are planets, right? Right. There's, I don't know the science stuff. Technically, the sun is a star and we're a planet. But it's all flat, so I don't understand yeah. what you're talking about. Anyway, to flying cat, to flying fighting cats, may you live to fly Cheers. and fight a dog another day. Ah. To the general. That's gross. Oh, God, that's gross. It's strong. Meow. <laughs> all right. So if you would like to try a cat tail from the movie The Cat, 1992. All you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to jump into our Hong Kong madness weirdest fuck wonders of Evil Cat from 1987 
and the cat from 1992. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. So we are ready to jump into our weirded as fuck wonders for this week. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy them. They are very different from one another, but they're definitely weird as fuck. Although we do have a new scoring system that we're going to be using. We'll talk about that at the end of this, the spoiler free, which will not be a score of one to 10 like we normally do. It will be something new and unique. And uh, we'll get to that at the end of the spoiler free review. But these are the kind of movies that even if we spoiled it for you, it wouldn't matter anyway. You'll never see anything like this in your fucking entire lives. So <laughs> just listen up, my friends, because uh, we got some movies to talk about. Christina, which one are we talking about now? We are talking about Evil Cat from 1987. <laughs> Rory did not like that. He's, <laughs> he did not. he's playing with his toy. He's like, who's this fucking evil cat? All right. Uh, Master Chung is the last of a large family whose members of centuries have protected the earth from a demonic cat with nine lives. Mm. Okay. Very much. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what I think it's like. Okay. Uh, this was directed by Dennis Hugh. He did The Imp. Mm, another movie I have. 1981, A Kung Fu Master. Cra- yeah. I'm sorry, Crazy Kung Fu Master. Yeah, I was going to say. From 1984, and he did City Hero from 1985, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other movies. Uh, this was written by Jin Wong. Famous, very very famous for a lot of movies. Yeah, he's credited in writing over 250 movies, and he's a producer. He did uh, Chasing the Dragon from 2017, and Woohoo. Woo who from <laughs> I have no idea what those are. Can I tell you my favorites that he 2006. did? 2006. Yeah. Okay. He did Magnificent Butcher, Seventh Curse, Ghost Snatchers, Royal Tramp, and The Duel. We have, I think I own like three of these, but I've heard of all of them. Oh, okay. So we have Ghost Snatchers. I just actually picked that up too. So we might be watching that soon. I'm just really into Hong Kong movies, guys. So shout out if you're into them because uh, I will watch all of them until we're dead. There's not that many, but there's enough to, to watch. Anyway. The movie stars Chia Ling Lu, who plays Master Chung. Uh, he died in 2013 at the age of 76. Mm-hmm. He was in about 130 movies, wow. including The Legend of Drunken Master from Oh, 94. Jackie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Young Auntie from 81. Uh, Legendary Weapons of China from I have 82. that. I just got that from uh, Terror, uh, what is it, 88 Films. Ah, yeah, they sent that over with uh, the eight pole diagrams. Ah, but it wasn't horror, so I, don't, I was confused why they sent it. But I should probably review them anyway. <laughs> All right, we got Lei Ying Tang, who plays Su Chun Chung, who's uh, the daughter of Master yes. Chung. Uh, was only in three movies. Was also in the Unwritten Law from '85 and Si Yin Ze from 1985. And then we have. Mark Chang, who plays Lo, he was in War from 2007, Cupid 1, Voodoo, and most recently he was in The Hidden Fox from 2022. Okay. We also have Stuart Stuart Ong, who plays Mr. Fan. He was in Batman Begins, Entrapment from 1999, Die Another Day from 02, and Gangs of New York from 2002. Mm Mm-hmm. 
crazy. And then what did you think about Evil Cat, Alex? This was uh, a movie that I had never seen before, never even really heard of before, to be honest. I mean, I think I might have bumped into it a few times when we were doing movies, you know, because I, I literally will actively sit down for four hours at a time and just research Hong Kong movies or just weird movies. I look up, literally look up weird as fuck movies all the time just to try to find the weirdest, craziest fucking movies. And this is a pretty fucking weird one. Uh, this is about a guy who is a part of his family has been to protect the evil cat uh, from attacking people. They are treating it very much like a Jeepers Creepers-esque sort of creature. Every 50 years, as a matter of fact, it gets reborn. It has nine lives, so they have to kill it nine times over 50 years each time. For it to die. For it to officially die, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so every 50 years, this motherfucker comes back. And I think it's due for a sequel. What do you think? Yeah. Probably, yeah. It's 1987, few so more, this would be... A few more years. Five more years, and we would have the sequel. Oh, my God, don't say that. Because <laughs> that means we'll be in our 50s. Ah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I really, uh, I really enjoyed this one more than... It's definitely above average. I think it is if you are into weird films that do like crazy sort of uh, action scenes and a lot of exploding people and just weird people acting weird, like or more so like a cat. <laughs> this will be right up your alley, cat. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I actually think that the story was a little easier to. It's easy to follow, but you really do have to pay attention. It's hard when we're taking notes to do these because these movies really move pretty fast. This one in particular, I think, was a little slower than the other one that we watched. You, I don't really? know. Both of them. I didn't think so. Both of them have a pretty good pace, so it's not like um, you can just kind of half-ass pay attention. You really got to pay attention because there's so many weird things that are happening on the screen. You could literally miss a line of dialogue that could explain the whole fucking thing. So you kind of have to be glued to the television a little bit, but don't worry, you will be because the stuff that you're going to see on the screen is like part horror, like supernatural horror ghost kind of thing going on with this cat. So like people get possessed by this cat spirit and then do cat like things like climbing up walls. Well, cats don't really do that, but you know, it's just a, a, a bastardized version of like a ghost cat, pretty much ghost oh. person cat. <laughs> which is a white cat that looks like a female. And I'm sure a bunch of furries probably like, you know. Okay. It's okay, pretty okay. close to like the faces and stuff. Like it's like, like I don't know how to cats explain the it. the musical. Yes. Very much like that in the face. Um, bodies, not so much. I think they were just wearing regular clothes. But the face, definitely. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of gore in this one. Not a ton. They do have a couple of moments where people are punching people's heads off, like getting shot in the chest. But it's really just kind of an amazing story that is going on. They got a little bit of humor tucked in this because it's got like that whole, hey, uh, I need to teach somebody uh, my skills so that they can fight the cat 50 years from now. Mm -hmm. And it's got this like uh, bumbling sidekick who really doesn't know anything and he He's not really good at anything that he does. He just sort of kind of Ash Williams his way around. And then the master who is like this, he was the kid when his dad fought the monster and died. 
killing it. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward 50 years from now, he's back. He's in a home. His daughter doesn't want to help out. So he gets this other guy who's his driver that he happenstance meets and it turns into this really wild adventure. There is a lot of people exploding, like I said, which makes it extra fun and a lot of crazy, funny dialogue that you will enjoy. I think it is definitely not a big budget film you know like it is for its time i think it's probably a pretty good penny mm -hmm. but i don't know i really like the way it looks i think it's weird um there is a scale that i would give this and i would probably say this leans to weird as fuck so i would be about a seven or higher i would think mm -hmm. and then you know weird would be like around five or six and four five and six and then you know below that would be just weak uh -huh. So those are our three. We go weak, weird, and weird as fuck. I would say this was just barely weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. What about you, Christina? I agree. This movie was kind of crazy. I was disappointed that there wasn't really any cats in the movie. Oh. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, you see like a holographic cat, and that's about it. So yeah. if, you know, you think you uh, evil cat movie would have like cats, but, you know. Nope, just people fight. But Jesus Christ, this was action packed. It was nonstop. It was just fighting. It was just like fighting, fighting, fighting. It was moving way too fast for it me. Is going I mean, really fast. I couldn't, I could not keep up with it. We had to pause it just but to take notes. The atmosphere was really good. I thought, like, it really gave like an atmosphere about it. Yeah, there's and some then, good shots and stuff. Uh, the the special effects were like special effects whatever. it is special effects. it's like simple effects but they work really well with the movie and the tone and the atmosphere sure so i thought that was really cool i like those characters it was really strong characters the the father daughter thing was really cool i thought there's a love story in it but it's really straight but the story's really straightforward but it's just and there's like no slow spots or boring spots but it's just going so fast it was really hard for me to follow to the point where I, the plot didn't make sense to me until like Alex starts explaining it and then you're like oh okay okay because I didn't miss things I had you know I, there's just no way around it I miss stuff I can't help it and she gets mad at me because I'll go back like three or four times and that's annoying to me because it's like I already know this part I don't need to see it again yeah that's what she says but anyway I want to watch this again you will watch it again I will watch it again without having to take notes and pause it every 10 minutes it was pretty weird as fuck. Yeah, I'm at the same uh, spot as you. So weird as fuck. Yeah, like Just on barely? the barely, like on the border. Okay. Between weird and weird as fuck. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching if you like weird as fuck films. So this is definitely a wonder that you should wonder why you never seen before if you haven't. But Hong Kong films are chock full of weird, my friends. So, and this director has done a fair share of different stuff. So, uh, the next director of the next movie's done a lot of stuff too that uh, we're probably going to be watching on here or YouTube or wherever. Um, we even came up with a whole new logo for Weird as Fuck Wonders. It's pretty cool. Christina helped design it with me. So, but uh, yeah, I think you can check this out on the YouTube. It's not the best quality. You will have subtitles on there, I'm pretty sure. So, you can just click on those and watch them it's not the best quality because this i think i don't think this ever got above a dvd because i went out and bought the dvd uh for this movie instantly like we ordered it on ebay and we're hoping it would get here before we got back from the weddings and stuff 
And, and it, it did. And it did. So, <laughs> But we do want to talk about this movie a little bit and some of the funny things that we saw in the film. So if you don't want anything spoiled or whatever, you can check it out on YouTube, like I said. Or, you know, it's uh, you can find copies. There's another copy online that you can check out on eBay that you can get, I think, for 15 bucks. Um, so if you want to try to get that, you can get it delivered to you from eBay. So, but if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So what do you want to talk about first? Like what was the craziest? Oh, oh, so the whole thing starts because this construction crew is building a building, right? Uh huh. They accidentally hit the lid of this well that this cat demon was trapped in. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, starts electricity shooting up all over the place right and like one of the 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 construction workers lifted up and like it fires out all this like lightning and everything like that they're all running so my question is uh-huh. is every 50 years does a construction company hit this well hey maybe it's just you know <laughs> inevitability that it's gonna happen the yeah universe coerce hey man they believe in uh, you know a few things so maybe they believe in you know it just goes kind of contradictory in my mind. Hey, man, they, it just every 50 years. Do you have to make it so difficult? <laughs> yes. Jeepers Creepers doesn't have to make a lot of sense, but it's there. Um, yeah, Jeepers Creepers, it totally reminded me of because it was every 30 years he comes back to hunt, no matter if you killed him or not. Isn't that how it went? I don't know. Yeah, because in remember. the second one, they have him hanging up on the barn and then he comes back to life on the barn. Oh. Yeah. Um, but we do get a flashback to when the shaman is fighting a cat demon who his son accidentally stabs him through his chest and kills the, the demon as well because he uses the holy arrows because there are these arrows that are blessed with a thousand thunderbolt wards <laughs> or something like that. Uh-huh. Is Which it? is, that's supposed to kill it or whatever. Right. But then later on, he becomes a, he has a holy bow with the three <laughs> arrows, I guess, that you're supposed to use. Um, for the nine lives. Yeah, for the nine lives. Okay. I know, that doesn't yeah, make sense, doesn't does make it? Sense. Don't lose them, God. <laughs> and what do you do when they explode like they did a million times? <laughs> do the arrows just get taped? Maybe they just come back together. It's just like a... Force of the universe. They just keep taping the arrow up into pieces, and it's like shoots this limp dick <laughs> thing out at it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so Master Chung was the, the boy, the small boy that killed his father by accident. And he uncovers his bow and arrow set to fight. And his daughter is older. She's a TV crew person. She's journalist. Like a journalist trying to discover all these murder cases in this apartment building where all these security officers have died. Mm-hmm. They've been slashed to death. Which is which is a really cool scene when the security cards died. Right. They all like they send this one guy down to this scary part, and he's all like, "Why are you sending me?" <laughs> And it's kind of really spooky in the beginning, even though it's got this like fun kind of hee 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 ha 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 tone to it. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is kind of spooky the way they light it and everything like that. So mm-hmm. there's another guy that's in that building called Mister Fan, who is uh, it's like an apartment building slash corporate office building, right? Like I can't. It was really confusing. I don't know. Because there's like a business in it, but there's a guy that lives in that business, well, Mr. Fan. A lot of the skyscrapers and stuff have stores on the bottom, like malls. And that's shit. true. That's true. So maybe that's what you're thinking of. To keep money coming in, I guess. Well, and that way you don't have to travel far to get your shit since you live on the 90th floor. Right. So Mr. Fan asked this guy who is his driver to come pick him up. He's in the back seat trying to have sex with this girl who is a prostitute who he told 
that he was actually... It was his father's car. Yeah, it was his father's car, and he was a famous director or something like that. I don't know what he was saying. And she believed him, and she was like, you're a liar. And he's like, you said you weren't a prostitute. You are. (laughs) (laughs) They get on the road and, and go back, and it's this camaraderie between the two of them. And they almost hit Mr. Chung, who is the guy who is supposed to fight this 50-year demon. And he disappears when they get out. And then he's in the back of their car. And he's like, I just needed a ride. <laughs> I- I'm hitchhiking. And they're like, oh, okay. And they just, and they shut just the door. Yeah, let him, let him in. And they go. Except for the girl who was like, how dare you trick me? You know, I'm I'm famous. I'm a I'm a, a famous actress. And you should respect me more than that. And he's like, please don't make me lie about this. And then he's like, hey, sir, could you do me a favor? And he's like, yeah, what? And they tie her to a fucking telephone pole mm-hmm. and drive off. <laughs> so weird. I, I don't know why. That was the weirdest fucking thing. It was weird. So anyway, this driver somehow, you know, gets entangled with this Mr. Chung, this Master Chung, and he becomes sort of his, like, Padawan, his, like, you know, trainee for the, mm-hmm. the mystic arts of, I forget what it was called, Chow evil, Mao or something. Evil cat fighting. Yeah. The evil fight. cat killing. Right. Like, the guy can, like, levitate, light fires with his mind powers. <laughs> and uh, he can do a lot of stuff. But this guy just never really picks it up. So I don't know what's going to happen in 50 years, you know, when it's his time to fucking shine. I think he's going to do bad at it. Right. Because, like... <laughs> He never really does learn anything, and he doesn't really help, does he? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Well, towards the end, I think he shot somebody, but that's about it. Oh, he did shoot. No, yeah, that was. Yeah, it was just weird. He keeps. He's like, you wear this charm. You're gonna die. You should have died soon, but I'm giving you this charm to protect you so that you won't die. And then he finds out that he was gonna die, but the charm protected him, and so he's like, oh my god. He goes to pick up his boss, Mr. Fan, and the evil spirit cat has infected his boss, and he is, like, literally outside catching fish with his mouth in a koi pond. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird scene. (laughs) They, like, zoom in on him, and he, like, he... uh, He's really into it. Yeah, he pops his head out, and then he's, like, he's, like, gnawing on a fish. It was was a real fish. Dude, he he does a few flips in the air, and he... Wasn't his eyes green? Yeah, yeah, I no, that was another the other movie. Oh. You're getting the two confused. Um, Where'd I write it down? He apparently lives at his boss's house, so he's like the driver. You know, I guess he just lives there. His boss is like not feeling well, so he doesn't get to see him that night. But he wakes up in the middle of the night to get some food, and that's when he sees his boss out in the koi pond eating a fish. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And the guy does a few flips in the air and attacks the driver, but he's like super strong, and uh, the he grabs his charm around his neck and it burns the burns his his boss mm-hmm. and the driver gets in another car and drives off and he's like, he like fucking smashes through the fucking front gate which is pretty hilarious um and then he goes and drives to this is the funny part he goes to his mom's house right it's an apartment complex where she lives mm-hmm. and he shows up and he's like mom 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 there's a fucking cat that's out here to get me i'm so fucking scared i don't know what to do and he's like what do you mean cat She's like, your boss is here. Mr. Fan is here. <laughs> he was and in he's the bathroom. Like, he's like, wait, what? He's like, no, he's he's evil. He's a fucking cat or something like that. And she's like, no, he's here. You're going to get in trouble. Shut up. Stop acting weird and, and talk to your boss. And then he comes out and he's like, hello, uh, you know, driver. Hello, how are you? And everything's normal. And he's like, I swear to God, I saw you as a cat. 
and you were evil and you were there was something wrong with you and he's like you're right i am and then and his mom yeah his mom's like coming out with tea or something and he uses his mind powers to throw her <laughs> at about a hundred miles an hour at the fucking wall <laughs> Down the hallway, remember? Right, and then doesn't he pick him up and he's like getting ready to throw oh, him out the window? That's right. He was in a chair and he levitates the chair. He's like, you're right, I am that cat. <laughs> and then the chair lifts. he's like, mom, mom, mom. And that's when she comes out and gets thrown against the wall. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she got up from that, <laughs> but she picks up some sort of weird idol. Yeah. Some like and Buddha th- idol or something. Oh, it was like on her shrine. So she picked it up and then threw it at the guy who was holding her son right and as they were going out the window so they both fell out the window but the son grabbed the ledge as the other guy hit the ground thank god none of the glass cut his arms or legs off you know and he was able to and she was able to lift him help him and then he was able to lift himself from the window with two fingers right what happens like this does he just like i know he makes a noise outside he doesn't die that's all i know right and then, you, of course, you got Master Chung, who's staying at his daughter's now. He gets out of the, the 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 old people's home, which she's, like, treating him like he's, like, 98 years old. And the dude's probably, like, 46. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He's a dad, but he ain't that fucking old. And he's in really good shape, too, for an old man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, they're they're overly invalidating this guy for anything. And he apparently he's dying of carcinoma. Oh, yeah, that's right. She talks about, like, he's dying slowly. Of cancer. But the cat, in order to survive, it needs to drink blood for a certain amount of blood over a certain amount of days to, to, to solidify its possessed, possessed form, and then you can kill it. You can't kill it until it drinks enough blood. So, essentially, they have to let it kill a bunch of people in order to kill it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of sucks, right? His daughter doesn't want to help him. So he gets that guy, the driver, who shows up at his house. And he's like, oh, you. Yeah, we're going to fight a demon cat together. And he's like, I don't I don't want to fight a demon cat. And he's like, no, no, you definitely do, because uh, this is going to kill a lot of people. And he's like, oh, OK. So he just comes along with it. Well, he makes him, like, devote himself to him and follow him. That's right. And there was this whole segment. And I think that. he does it because he likes the daughter. So he, like, you know, because they get into a relationship or something yeah, towards very quickly after that. Yeah. Um. There was this really cool fight in the movie where, like, like Long, who is the driver, his name is Long, he knocks over a fish tank at the office, and there's a big fight, and then he grabs the light, and he throws, the you know, the light on the ground, shocking Mr. Fan as the cat, and then while he's doing the fighting and everything like that, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Master Chung's getting kicked out of the building, who, who's overly confident about going in there and killing Mr. Fan. Mm-hmm. But the security easily dispatches him to tell him to go outside, but then he gets into a fight with him, he picks them all off, and he makes it into the room as he's getting shocked and shoots an arrow at his chest, which he turns around and explodes into just... A million pieces. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I don't know how he found that arrow. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, it probably is just like indestructible, so it just kind of fell down to the floor. He's like, he's an evil spirit. And they're like, no, you just killed somebody. <laughs> so they arrest Long and Master <laughs> Chung and bring him into the into the uh, you know the room where they talk to you. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is that the detective on the case knows of his daughter, who is also a journalist for the news, and he's in love with her. So 
they use that as a bargaining chip to get out of jail for them. He's like, well, if you treat me this way, I'm not going to help you get with my daughter, even though he wants long to be with his daughter anyway. And that's when they get out. It's that night that a woman gets possessed by the cat spirit, the the actual secretary of Mr. Fan. And uh, she finds her husband like in the bathroom, like hanging dead from the ceiling. We don't know why. Right. It's just blood everywhere. She screams. She runs out into the hallway and uh, she starts humping the bed and then starts levitating in a doorway <laughs> and turns into the cat woman, I guess. Just light comes from everywhere. And it's, I don't even know what the fuck. But the humping of the bed was really just a little bit overdone there. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like it when she showed up and she started making out with that guy in the car. And then she bit, oh. she bit his tongue off. Yeah, there was this like movie star that they put in the movie for like a second. It was like a famous guy named Vincent. Okay. And he goes down there. He's like, why don't you go the back way? All your fans are here. And he's like, that's okay. I'm, I love the fans. <laughs> and he goes down there and she's down there, the possessed woman. And she's like showing a little leg and stuff. And then he kind of talks to her and they pull over and they have sex. <laughs> and what happens? No, she bit his tongue off, and then she was like, do you want your tongue back? Yeah, after they have sex. Yeah, and then uh, then they jumped into the canal. Wait, I don't remember. Oh. Afterwards. Yeah, like the waterway, like in Terminator 2. Yeah. It, this is 87, but, you know, the waterway in Terminator 2 when they, like, the, the famous chase scene, which is going to play a part in, in the next movie, by the way. We'll talk about Again, that. yeah. Because they, they literally ripped a scene from that movie, kind of. Not ripped it, but you know what I mean? Performed it the same way. But the possessed woman, she kills that guy. And the daughter, Su Chung, Su Chung, gets a call that Vincent the singer is dead. And the police show up to the scene. And they're all puking all over the place because of the smell or whatever. And uh, he one of them recognizes the bracelet or something of uh, his secretary. I think mm-hmm. it was long. He's like, I recognize that bracelet anywhere. That's the secretary. She must be the the fucking cat monster or whatever. Right. So they go to her house to find her and they search for her and Long finds her calling him nude in the forest for some reason, waving him over as uh, Chung, Master Chung suspects something is wrong and finds Long speaking like her. Like their voices were like overlapped. I didn't really understand that. Did you? No, I didn't. Was he, she inside of him? I don't know. I have no idea. It didn't make any sense. Nope. No sense. Then he shoots an arrow at the poster of her on the wall. Right. Which is weird. Like, why is there a poster of this woman on the wall? Right. And she jumps out of the poster. Maybe she turned herself into the poster and was like hiding. Yeah, she definitely was. But it's just weird. It was weird. He shoots her in the heart and then the police show up and she starts to play victim and they arrest both the guys again. And then she gets put into surgery, right? So she's on the surgery table. And then so she jumps up from surgery anesthesia and like she kills the doctor. (laughs) That was a cool scene. Yeah, it was a cool scene. And then she ends up at the police station because she needs to kill these guys now. Sucking out their souls. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was that was cool. (laughs) Just like it's just like it looks like, you know, they always talk about how cats sit on your chest and steal your soul. It's just like sucking the soul out of their mouths or whatever. And didn't uh, the the one detective comes out and shoots her in the head? Yeah. Well, she punches that one dude's head off. Remember? Oh, yeah. It went clear off. <laughs> and she she stabbed her hand 
through the stomach of one, remember? Right. That was cool. He like she like punches out his stomach and you see her hand come out the back. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ. And so they they all like run up to the fourth floor to get away from her and all the police are trying to shoot her. And that detective guy, like, he's like, What is going on? you know? And he's like, She's fucking crazy, man. She's the evil monster cat. And he goes out and he just pops her one in the head. <laughs> and she just like shakes it off like nothing you know well she's possessed she's supernatural yeah it's not a magic arrow it's a magic bullet not even a magic bullet you know it's right so but they unload on her man she's like taking bullets like a rag doll and they eventually escape out the fourth story window with a sheet where the fuck did they get this sheet to climb down from the fourth story Oh, whatever (laughs) none of this makes sense but, the, the, of course, the detective stays behind to try to be the superhero or whatever. He's got, like, a charm on his back that the uh, Master Chung put on his back to protect him. Mm-hmm. Like a like a kick me fucking sign or whatever. <laughs> and he, like, pushes himself up against the wall and it sticks to the wall. And he's like, oh, she can't see me. And so he tries to sneak by her and he's like, bye-bye. And she's like, bye-bye and kills him. <laughs> Doesn't she? What does she do? She oh, go- I don't remember. I don't remember how she kills him. I, I think it cuts. I think it, yeah, it cut too, because I was like, what the hell? And then that's when Master Chung and her fight each other, and there's like fire and lightning, and she's like, you can't kill me without your charmed arrow, and she fights him some more and says, you don't die easily, do you? I'll possess you instead. (laughs) So she presses against him and goes into his body, and Long and Su Chung show up while he's possessed and he he warns him to stay back and then just explodes by sheer willpower <laughs> he pushes her out so hard that he farts and explodes into a million pieces <laughs> like a holy arrow i guess <laughs> they think that the detective is possessed at first but it's his daughter who is now possessed and she hunts them down so the the tv girl the mr chung's is possessed right and she's For like, I'll moment. catch long. And she turns into the, like the full possessed version, which is the white cat, which is she's in her full form now that mm-hmm. she's had enough blood, I guess. Or the cat's had enough. The blood. holographic cat. <laughs> yeah. The the cats on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm in full control now. And long yells at the detective to throw him an arrow. And while the cat tries to to like suck out his soul, he drops the arrow down a hole like the detective does. And and then he stabs the cat in the chest, killing it, but also killing the woman he loves. Bow, 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 bow. And Long's all freaking out. He's like, no! And that's when you see the detective, like, up against a fence, like, screeching like a cat. Yep. And it's like, oh, it moved on to him. Oh, I guess, yeah. So, I guess in some ways he got to be a part of that woman. Ew. You know what I mean? He got to be a part of Su okay, Chung's life. Okay, I got it. She entered his body. <laughs> anyway, so there was some fun stuff to be had in that one. Not exactly uh, every second, but it was a pretty fun movie to watch. Uh, I definitely enjoyed that. I'm glad I have it in my collection now. They should make a Blu-ray of that, I think, mm-hmm. at the very least. And maybe 88 films or... Or stream it on Shutter. Shutter should pick that up and stream it. Well, I think the problem is, is there's a company called Fortune Star who owns these oh, movies. Well, yeah. The distribution company it was owned by um, Golden Harvest. Uh huh. Cinema presents, and uh, you know they they put it out, but 
Uh, we do have another movie that we're going to talk about, though, and that is The Cat from 1992. It was called Karate Cat in France. We oui, kind of oui. messed up. I guess. That's what they call the DVD title. In Hong Kong, it's also known as the Thousand Years Cat. So it's like an alternative title, I guess. It even says so in some of the other names, other title screens or whatever. I think mm-hmm. the same one we watched. Mm-hmm. This is the Golden Harvest production. I'm sorry. Not the other movie. Um, it was distributed by Future Star Entertainment, though, as well as the last movie as well. So they're a big part of uh, Asian cinema for the DVDs when they first started coming out. I think the DVD on this one came out in 93, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. But this is an adaptation of the novel Old Cat by Ni Quang, which a cat from outer space teams up with a young alien girl and her knight, Errol, along with an adventure novelist named Wisely to fight a murderous alien that possesses people. That's saying, that's putting it lightly. Hmm. When I say alien, there is a lot going on in this movie, guys. This is by director, famous legend director, Nai Choi Lam. The story of Ricky uh, director, if you know. He also did a rock ghost story, Saga of the Phoenix and Peacock King and The Seventh Curse and Ghost Snatchers, which are all movies that we're going to watch at some point in time that I have been meaning. Remember, Saga of the Phoenix is the one that Plemke got me. Thank you, Plemke. Oh, okay. And then Peacock King, I found out, was the prequel to that movie. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm not watching Saga until I watch Peacock King. Which the Peacock King, I think, ha- now has a Blu-ray. Oh. And so does Saga of the Phoenix that you can get. Uh-huh. So that's how I, know- I got okay. it now. All right. So I'm ready to watch those ones, too. So, Plumkey, I never forgot about you, brother. The writers on this movie, there are three. Um, this is a Gordon Chan movie that he wrote the screenplay on. He did Beast Cops, The Medallion. He did a, a segment in Tales from the Dark Part 2, which there's two of those. Um, like uh, in whole, they're like short films. You know what I mean? Like uh, the VHS series, but in like an Hong Kong, yeah, type thing. Uh, I have those. I want to watch those. I I've been wanting to see them. So he also was the writer on Fist of Legend and The Defender, which are both really great um, Jet Li movies. Uh, he also did John Woo's Hard Boiled, but he's uncredited for that one. Um, we also have Hing Ka Chen, who did Beast Cops with Gordon Chan. He also did Zheng Huo, The Triad Zone, Vampire Breakfast, which I believe is another Hong Kong crazy film. I, mm-hmm. I have that one as well. That got a Blu-ray as well. And uh, we also have Quang Ni, who is the original novelist who also did a lot of film acting and all kinds of stuff. He's like an actor, a writer. And he was known for the 36th Chamber of Shaolin, which is a hugely popular uh, kung fu action film. Mm-hmm. He also did The Singing Killer in 1970 and the Wesley's Mysterious File from 2002, just to name a few. Some of the cast in this movie, we have Gloria Yip, who plays the princess. She also was in Story of Ricky as Ying. She was in Boxer's Story, Legend of the Liquid Sword, Saga of the Phoenix and its prequel, Peacock King. Oh. We got Weiss Lee, who plays the character Wisely. <laughs> Not a stretch. Nice. Yeah, what what a weird thing, right? Anyway, he was in A Better Tomorrow, which is an action film that's pretty popular. I think they did like three of them. He was in Bullet in the Head, which is a newer one. Swordsman 2, which is one of my favorite Jet Li movies. 
Chinese Ghost Story 2 and 3, which we did, uh, 1 through 3, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Christina, uh, Christine Eng, who plays Pai So. She's uh, in Rush Hour as a flight attendant in the, the famous scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that movie. Uh, he's also in, she was in Crime Story, Troublesome Night 1, 2, and 3, which if you've never heard of Troublesome Night, by the way, guys, I think it goes up to like, 17. Jeez. So you think this is, you've seen some long so it's, franchises. It's like Fast and Furious. I have been so tempted to go down these, but I was like, God, once I start. Yeah, you like, have to finish. Yeah, like I just don't know if I could document that. <laughs> maybe if I like them, maybe I'll watch the first three and see what we think mm-hmm. and then see if it's, but I got to imagine that if there's 17 of them, there's going to be some shit ones and there's going to be some gold ones. You know what I mean? So um obviously there's some attention to it or it wouldn't be that popular uh last but not least we also get su ming lao who plays errol the knight he was in a movie called recycle the medallion a chinese ghost story a better tomorrow 2 shallon versus evil dead ultimate power which is a newer 2007 ish movie he was also in the legend of the drunken master with jackie chan like that other character you were talking about and the first swordsman and last but not least, we have the cat who is general in this movie. His real name is Nibble the Warrior Prince. Oh, why they should have just used that name. Yeah, no, that's I'm just kidding. That's not. <laughs> I just thought I'd include it in there. I, I tried to find the cat's name. I really did. So I just made it up because I wanted to. That feel cat was born to act. Yeah, it, it's. It really was a good cat. We'll get into that here, Christina. Oh, good. I don't know anything about how much this movie costs. All I want to know is, what did you think of this film? Well, of course, this was extremely hard to follow. Extremely hard to follow. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I had to stop it many times. But I mean, at least there's a cat in this movie. <laughs> hey, there was a cat in the first one. What are you talking about? Barely. Um, okay, the imagery was awesome, but I know you're going to talk about it, but you cannot deny the the cat-dog fight in this, which was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, choreography was top-notch. It was this. amazing. I can't wait. Alex is going to post clips because I'm sure you've seen <laughs> clips of it before, too, because I'm, I've, I've seen snippets of it before just, you know, around. But to see the whole thing, and it was long. Like yeah. the fight scenes were long, so it was amazing that they were able. There was to a lot of thought that. put in their shots. Yeah, in this movie. totally, totally. But all the imagery was really cool. Um, I, the sci-fi aspect of it was funny. I didn't really like it, but it was goofy. You know okay, what I mean? all right. It was kind of goofy, and to put that in as the plot line. Like halfway through was weird. All right. So I didn't like that. I was. I did think there were boring parts in this, and there were filler parts How in this. Dare you. It didn't move as fast as the other one. Okay. So I will say I did like the other one better, but there are parts in this movie that are amazing. So I think it's weird. It's just weird. What? It's okay. Weird. Okay. This movie's weird. All right. So out of the her her scoring is from a weak, weird, and weird as fuck. Is just a weird. You heard that here first. Well, it's like a high weird. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, all right, like all right. High weird. See, I'm on the other spectrum of this for you because I think this movie is amazing. This movie was fucking awesome. I loved every bit of it. I think everything oh. in this movie is fantastic. It is far too many awesome ideas shoved into one 
fucking movie, which also spells disaster piece. And it's <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. Like you said, I abs- if you can watch this movie and not love the cat dog fight in this movie, it is so well thought it is out. so great. It is like you're watching fucking Bruce Willis fight fucking somebody in Nakatomi like Plaza. Val Kilmer. Dude, it's like it is the craziest fight scene that is so well choreographed. The fight scenes in both of these movies, by the way. Great. Tip of the hat because they're both really... Action I should have packs. mentioned that in the other one, too, is really good, too. But this one, I think, steals the show. The amount of creative thought that they put into real cat, fake cat, um, post-production cat, where they put it on, <laughs> like, painted it on the screen. And they did so many different techniques to make this cat come to life and do this fight scene that it is fantastic. But not only that, that's not even the only thing about this film that's amazing. They have a nod to Terminator 2, which we'll talk about in the spoilers section. They have uh, a fucking alien that is like the thing. It also is like the blob. So it's like a thing blob, which I love both of those movies. So you're going to always appeal to me when you do both of those things in a movie. Mm-hmm. They turn into people. They also, it forms into weird shapes and does a lot of radioactive, like, burning melty shit that's going on in the film. So you can imagine people get fucking melted in some pretty fucking crazy ways. Um, There is some ridiculous fucking lines in this movie. Uh, the, the, The translation's a little spotty, I will say, in this movie, but because they kept saying star, oh, I'm not from this star, you know? And we weren't sure if there was like a third type alien. So it was like these two aliens that escape from an evil alien and the evil alien comes to chase him. But this like universal fucking like bad guys are also out to kill both the alien and them for escaping. And it's like, we didn't know what was going on. So it's not real clear. (laughs) You don't really figure that out until the very end of the movie Mm -hmm. where it's the coup d'etat of like, what the fuck? (laughs) Because it is literally like, okay, what? It's like the end of fucking Ghostbusters 2, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which, yeah, it really was. You know, they probably got the idea from it. And I didn't even think about that because it, it like goes up the building and everything. And then the, the thing, Dude, oh my God. I The only thing that I could say that I was a little concerned about in this movie and that some people might, there is one scene when the dog fight happens that I was like, oh my God, that looks like the cat is getting hurt. Yeah. That is about the only thing that it's I was like, like, oh, that's a real cat there, buddy. Yeah. Like they kick it a couple of times and it doesn't move. No, I'm kidding. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> But there was a fake cat. You could tell when there was a fake cat. Yeah, there was just a scene where it looked in distress, and it kind of made me a little nervous. And you guys can make fun of me all you want, but I love fucking cats. I love animals. So I was just like, ooh, it's hard to celebrate that one, you know. But I think you can overlook it in this one a little bit because they they did do a good job of cutting to fake cats a lot. Yeah, a lot. And and you could tell that they they didn't want to hurt the cat. Right. Like, that's what I got from the film. They even had shots of, like, the cat, like, the real cat with the angry face, and then they would have a fake paw come up and, like, paw it. Like, it was was good. It was good. Dude, there is... I'm just going to explain this one scene. The cat and dog fight. (laughs) (laughs) The dog is pulling the cat by its butt. He's bit onto it, right? And the cat's hands are 
in front of it trying to stop itself, but you see its fingerprints pulling in the dirt. So you can see all of its like little claws. Claws, yeah. And then it's reaching for a gas tank as it's getting <laughs> pulled to blow it in the face of the dog. Like I said, you got <laughs> fucking Bruce Willis in Nakatomi Plaza fucking style action in this movie. It's fantastic, man. Like this is okay. It's not as good as Ricky O. Okay. But it is fucking weird as fuck. And I am, it has got the full stamp approval from me mm-hmm. as far as like, what is weird as fuck? Uh, definitely. Uh, 100%. And it, yeah. And I mean, we're talking, these movies are so bad. It's good kind of thing, you know, but there's like a special place in my heart for these like Hong Kong movies that I just love that they just don't do in movies today that you just don't get. And it's that they, they, they did what they had to do with what they had. And as long as you connect those dots, no matter how bad it looks, you can tell that there was effort put into it. And I swear, when I say that there is moments in this film where the cat, you see like a fake cat paw and he's like doing like some sort of human, human behavior. They did a like fake cat paw like <laughs> here. They like, I don't know. It's fucking the, the cat's like throwing the dog around. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> there are other moments in this film where the, the alien blob thing is like melting dudes. There's just a lot of, yeah, just a lot of what the fuck going on in this movie, man. It is a little hard to follow, but you are not going to be bored, my friend. This one packs a punch. I don't know how you can even arrive at just a weird kind of on the fence score like this one's the best out of the two okay but just by like a you know just a little bit like i said but see i like the other one better you like this one better like okay whatever this is weird as fuck man weird as fuck whatever um yeah definitely check this movie out it's on youtube by the way i think i don't know if it has the subtitles or not i'm pretty sure it does but i think you can watch it on there and man find it any way you can because uh, I think there's only bootlegs of this of this movie right now. But hey, man, if you put it out on Blu-ray, I'll buy it first first day I see it. Like this is one that I've got to have. Uh-huh. This is one that I'll rewatch more than Evil Cat. But I still really like Evil Cat. Mm-hmm. It's just this one is beyond bonkers. Yeah. So, but yeah. So we we do have you know no trivia on these movies really, um, because there's just it's just so old. They didn't really do a lot of stuff like that back in the day mm-hmm. and these aren't american productions so they don't follow it like that and maybe somebody a historian might know some stuff but i'm not that guy i wish i was i would like to know more so if you know hong kong history and want to write and reach out to us please i would love to sit down and talk with you maybe we could find out some new movies together so if you don't want anything spoiled though check it out come back listen to what we had to say about these scenes and uh let's kick it off if you don't want anything spoiled here's your warning okay Favorite scene? Well, obviously the dog. But okay. Well, the dog cat fight. Besides that one, there was a really funny one where this this guy face pops out out of nowhere, and then his eyeballs pop out of his head, and then his face starts melting. Oh, the the poopy muck man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't really explain what happens, but this alien just comes up out of the sewers, and it's almost like they turn into mushrooms. Well, and then they like uh, they like morph into like like a fungus or something. I don't know what really that was weird. all about. So what happens is is there's a scene where you see the sewers. There's some ninja turtles there. They're eating pizza. There's there's a rat there. <laughs> His name is Shredder. No, it's not Shredder. 
Splinter, Master oh. Splinter. Oh shit! Oh shit! Splinter. Fucking pulling your team oh, in T card. Little, it's been a little, little bit. It's been a little bit. <laughs> anyway, but there's this like bubbling crude that comes up out of the sewer, and then it forms into a human being of sorts. Not a really good looking one, and I called him the Poopy Muck Monster because I didn't know what to call it. The <laughs> Poopy Muck Monster. Yeah. The shit demon. Yeah, he looks like he was formed out of a pile of shit. Literally, mm-hmm. because they it turns orange later on. Mm-hmm. But when they're at this uh, museum, they're like checking out this museum. There's the, the an odd thing about this story is it starts off with this cop or we don't know who he is, but we because like he's wearing glasses in one scene. His hair is a different length in another scene. He looks completely different in another scene. So I have a terrible time when they do that with me. Right. Like when they just obligatory, like, why would you think a cop is writing a book? Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, I don't know. Maybe cops write books in Hong Kong. I don't know. I don't know. He has a little too many jobs in this movie. Um, He's a, you know, like a rich boy fucking <laughs> a businessman. He's also a writer and he's a cop. That's just the way it is with this movie, man. It's moving so fast. They don't bother to tell you. They don't even say names. And if they do, it's mistranslated. Yeah. So that's that's the hard part. It's like you're not really introduced into anybody. It's just this guy talking to himself. He's mm-hmm. like, well, a lot of people ask me why I write stories. And I tell them, well, I, let's start. Right, let's suck a dick. <laughs> no, he said, let's start with one of my friends. That's how I come up with a story. It's like it's like presenting a question and then not answering it. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? I don't really understand. So I'm like, is this actually happening? Is he actually telling a story? Is this and you find out that it's an occurrence that happened in his life and it started with his friend Lo Ting or some shit. And mm-hmm. and it's this big guy who is like in this apartment complex who wakes up in the middle of the night to some banging on his roof. And finds that this old man answers the door and there's this woman and a cat and they're in this old abandoned apartment. And he's like, what are you doing in there banging at night? And then they're like the next morning they move out of the place and leave him. And then he has all kinds of questions. They find cat guts in the room. He He's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And so he calls the police and that's how the police officer gets involved. The police writer uh, businessman weird wisely right i think yeah, i have wisely. no idea anyway fast forward you find out that there's a girl her cat named general she's the princess errol is the knight who's protector who is an old man that can barely move the other alien yeah he is a master of sorts i guess and uh, they're on this planet to try to get away from some evil thing. And then there's another group of aliens who own firearms. No, that's the, the alien. That's the poopy muck monster. Oh, those. So are I'm the, getting to that. Oh, okay, sorry. So after the poopy muck monster is formed, it walks and shambles its way to the museum. At the museum, these three aliens, the girl, the cat, and Errol, are going to get an alien artifact from the museum that they found. And it's supposedly one of two that are in this war in the world. And they are they fell to Earth as a asteroid of some sort or a meteorite. Mm -hmm. So they have to go into these museums to get these items to put them together to form some sort of like connection that they can float off into space with. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. 
but who cares? It's just weird. Mm-hmm. So also this evil alien, the poopy muck monster, shows up at the fucking museum and he looks in the window and the girl's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and his eyes come out of his head and his head tilts back and just, I guess, falls into a big pile of the orange material that smashes through the window mm-hmm. and almost hits Errol, but hits a security guard devouring him like the blob. Mm-hmm. Half of his body's on the ground. Right? Right. I feel like they got some inspiration from 1988's The Blob in this movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, they got a lot of inspiration from a lot of shit. There's yeah. a lot of shit in it's this It's not movie. pink. It's, it's, it's orange, and it radiates, and it has electricity, and you're not really sure what's going on, but you feel like everybody's hair is going to fall out of their head when it's in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember what happened in that scene? Do you want to talk about it? Like... I don't remember. You said it turned into a mushroom, and it does. It turns into a mushroom in the room. Oh, it, yeah. It reminded me of, like, uh, The Last of Us, like, those things when they... But a, but a legit mushroom. Yeah, yeah. Like, Not it looks te- like a yeah. like a Smurf village house. <laughs> exactly. It's weird. I like don't know. a fairy tale wonderland, but evil, okay? <laughs> Somehow the aliens escape with the cat unharmed. I don't remember exactly what happens. Didn't one of those mushroom mutations, like, rip some cop's arms off? No, that was later. There was uh, some officers in black suits that go to try to find out some alien in some apartment complex. And at the same time, the evil poopy muck monster is, like, trying to, like, find the three people, too. Mm -hmm. So they're hot on the tail of the three people, and they get attacked by the poopy muck monster. There's, like, a scene where... Uh, the princess and the cat are like floating around on the ceiling while fucking wisely goes to show up at this apartment complex. Those are some weird shots of the cat and her floating around. Yeah, it's too happy for me. I don't know why. Why? Why? She's like, oh, someone's here. We need to stop. And then they float down. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Wisely, when he goes into the apartment complex, he meets, um, he lifts up like the, the cloth on the table and then he sees the asteroid with the big rock and it's, they call this thing the octagon and there's like pieces of it that they have to put together in order to find their home planet or something like that. The funny thing is the whole movie, they need this fucking item or two of them. I don't know how many there is, but there's all these items that they put together to find their home planet because they can't find it. And at the end of the movie, she just looks at a telescope and goes, oh, there it is. And it's the only glowing fucking light in the sky. It was saying hi to them. Yeah. It knew they were looking, okay? I mean, that's a crazy planet that is, like, sentient. It's (laughs) like, what the fuck is going on? They come in. They start talking about the octagon. And the cat spots him and scratches his suit. And he's like, somehow it gets out. And he's like, I've never seen a cat fight like that before. (laughs) And that's like precursor to what we get to see next, which the cops are in on this. They know that there's a cat involved because of the first there was they found organs at this one place and they make fun of Lo Ting for thinking it was human organs because they were feeding the cat regular organs, regular intestines. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you thought it was a big deal. La 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 making fun of him. And I'm like, I mean, that is a little concerning if you found intestines on the ground. After oh, someone yeah. moved out. Exactly. Like, all spread out on newspaper and shit. Right. Like, I would think that there was a murder in that fucking place, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the intestines supposedly are to keep the cat alive because it's a dead cat. Mm-hmm. 
that's been dead for like many, many years. Yeah, thousands of years. Like, and you're like, uh, okay. But the cops, they decide that the only way that you can fight this cat, because they think this cat's a bad cat because it broke into the museum and everywhere the cat goes, someone dies. So they don't, they think it's the cat's fault. So what do you do when you want to fight a cat in the big city? Well, you go to the guy who has all the big dogs in the big city. Mm-hmm. So they go to this random dude who's got a bunch of dogs, by the way. And they're like, we need your most vicious, unruly dog that you've ever witnessed before. So he brings him a poodle. How <laughs> he does it first, but he shows him. So I forget what this kind of dog is. I think it's a, a, a it it's with an M. Mastiff? I think it's a Mastiff. I couldn't remember. I tried to look it up, but it was just, I don't know. They call it Lao Pu, which is this huge, dark, black and brown dog. And they're like, okay, we'll take him with us. We'll see if we can go get the cat. (laughs) (laughs) So they set up a fucking trap for this cat. At the museum. At the museum with another piece of the octagon that they're this alien artifact of whatever Mm -hmm. that'll help these people. They're these aliens, I should say. So they 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 put it in this room and then the cat comes in and sure is sure enough. And the dog's with them. And that's when the dog goes chasing off. They go to a junkyard and have the best fucking battle, battle. I have ever seen a cat and dog fight in any movie ever, ever, ever. or ever will be, by the way. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It is amazing. It is. <laughs> that is like beyond me. That... It's hard to explain it, too. Dude, like you just have to see it. There's like... parts in it that you can explain. You can say like they there's a part where the cat tries to choke out the dog with a chain. Oh, yeah. And then he flips it over its head and then slams it into a car (laughs) over and over again. And then the cat goes rolling over the hood of this car, jumps on like a spigot, which breaks the spigot and sprays the dog. It grabs onto a wire and does an Indiana Jones style fucking flip in the air, grabs the dog and flips. He grabs it by the head and flips it slamming it down on the ground mm-hmm. there's another scene where the dog gets shocked because the cat's like right in front of this electrical box and he jumps up right at the right moment and the dog smashes through and gets electrocuted and still lives crazy but dude just the choreography and the shots that were in place with this movie mm-hmm. i just it blows my mind that how much effort they put into this mm-hmm. to make it look legit and it really does look legit like mm-hmm. i love it and then after all that, the the I think I think it was a cop. He whipped the cat. Oh, and that's you th- right. You think it's dead, so he put the cat in the trunk, right? He throws it. He, and- yeah, he throws it in the trunk, and then it gets he, its tail caught in the trunk. He, well, the cat wakes up and then is leaving the trunk, and so the cop slams its tail in the trunk, and the tail gets ripped off, <laughs> and so the cat takes off. That's the part where I was like, girl. okay, it's in distress. I feel like a little bad about this. Yeah, I don't know if they're pull. I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but it lost its tail. Well, fake, you know. Yeah, and that's when it wounds. One runs off, and she, they, the, the, the girl and the Errol find the cat, and they're like, "Oh my God, what Where happened to you?" Tail. So they Why? go, they go looking for its tail. Well, in between, we missed the part. There was this part where all of the men in black are looking for these aliens. I think there were men in black, and they go to find the poopy, poopy mucky monster who is. Uh, basically taking over this room 
There are some glorious scenes in this situation that it, it surrounds them and melts a few dudes in this like spiky radioactive orange lightning mitts. <laughs> and it like pulsates. There's like a guy that tries to escape and he's like half melted into the muck. And this other guy's like pulling on him and his skin rips off mm-hmm. from the muck. It's mm-hmm. which reminds me of like the, the blob 1988. Right. The uh, other guy is like, he tries to run away and his arms get melted off. Like two guys get their arms melted off. One of them is trying to prevent himself from being pulled out of the room mm-hmm. and his arms snap off and it's just like blood and he's smashed up against the wall. And then the poopy mucky monster just stuffs this thing in its mouth mm-hmm. and then they turn into like the thing creatures like they're human beings. Right. And he's like, it takes three or four days to become full. You know, your body will start to deteriorate inside these bodies. So we must mimic them in a hurry or something like that. Didn't mm-hmm. he say? I don't remember. So this one of the guys that survives, he goes to a criminal's place to buy guns under the table because he doesn't want to alert the police that he's going to go kill all the the three aliens, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets he goes there and then the criminal's like, "Why should I sell to you?" He's like, "I could have arrested you a million times and I didn't. I come to you to keep this on the hush." He's like, "Well, what do you need?" And then he's like showing him all these guns. He's like, "I need something a little faster." And so then he like ends up with these like MP5s and like a Uzi or something like that. And then like a shotgun that has like the big round barrel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a huge, it looks like a grenade launcher. Right. But it's a shotgun. And the guy's like, well, you know, we may, we may work with you, but you have to pay just like everyone else. And he's like, I'll pay with your lives. <laughs> and then they start popping people. <laughs> they shoot him and he's like, I'm an alien, you idiots. <laughs> I'm like, okay, do what aliens not die, motherfucker? Like, yeah, what the hell? You mean that, you know, when objects pass through your body, it's not a big deal? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So he, like, do you remember he was, like, shooting? He popped a few heads, fingers, arms. Mm-hmm. Remember? It's all over the place. It was pretty bloody. Even when he walked out, you see, like, blood prints on the bottom of his shoe. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much blood, which was pretty cool. And then... They have this explosion to try to do the, like, walk-away explosion thing, and it it blows up too close to him. You could see that he almost got hurt. Oh, that's not good. Do you remember? I don't. When they were in the shack selling the guns, he takes a grenade, puts it in the dude's mouth. Oh, okay. And then walks out, and it exploded right behind him. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, right behind him. Mm -hmm. Not, like, 20 feet away kind of thing, like, two feet. And I was just like, you can see him flinch. Because <laughs> Scared him. It's like half his face has been scorched off <laughs> by someone's bad production. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was funny. What's next? Oh, they end up at the observatory. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Don't they get hunted by... Um, no, that's right. You're missing a part. They go to the Wisely's house, which he has this luxurious home with thousands of books because he's so well read. And he's... A learned man because he's a writer. Literally, I mean, we're talking thousands of books on the wall here. I wonder whose house it was. Somebody, well, maybe the producer or something like that. Who's, oh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It, it looked like a real collection of books, but they, they use them to, to 
for like cannon fodder of the like guns and shit in the movie. Mm-hmm. So they blow them all up. You're right. But he's there with his wife and he had uh, already taken the tail to the vet to see if the why well, like what was wrong with it, why it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, why did you bring me a dead cat's tail? Mm-hmm. And he's like, dead cat. It was alive when I saw it. And he's explaining that to his girlfriend mm-hmm. who in an earlier scene, he was grabbing her titty, which was really uncomfortable. <laughs> it seemed really unnecessary, didn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they just wanted to add some sexual stuff in there. Because it was in the trailer yeah. to, to lure people into the movie. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to like, he's like. She looks really uncomfortable when it happens, so that's why we say that. But anyway, he explains about the cat tail and everything like that, and then all of a sudden he's like, did you hear that? And the door's, like, wide open, and the cat comes in and does a flip or something like that. Grabs his tail. It tries to grab the, his own tail out of this, like, uh, manila folder, <laughs> and he's, like, trying to chew it. They show the cat, like, chewing the, the bag or whatever to mm-hmm. get into it, and then he's on the shoulder of his girlfriend, it's almost like he's like, I'll kill her. I'll fucking kill her if you don't fucking give me my tail, bitch. <laughs> and that's when the princess comes running in and is like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. General, no. And so the general like runs and they give him the tail. They explain what's going on. She's like, we need to get back. We're running from this evil alien who's going to try to kill us. And that evil alien shows up. Mm-hmm. And they, this is the. Terminator 2 scene, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is it. They, because, like, he's, like, at this luxurious home, and he's fucking shooting into the windows, trying to break every window and not kill them, by the way. They decide to take the Stolichnaya, the the vodka, Mm -hmm. and make fucking... Uh, Molotovs. Molotovs, yeah. 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 Which he doesn't even throw at him. He just throws in front of him in the pool. (laughs) Like to put him out. Right. (laughs) Which makes no sense because then the guy just walks over the water. Right. Towards him. And walks through the fire exactly like the scene under the bridge. Oh, and T2. And T2. Oh. Where the, the metal chrome guy walks through the fire. Right. And it's exactly like that. I was like, this came out a year after. So I'm sure. Yes. They definitely stole that from this. Yeah. It was in the theaters probably when they did it. They're like, oh, we got to do that. (laughs) How are we going to do that? You'll see it when you see it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's totally fucking T2. But that's when they end up at the observatory because he's like, they're fighting each other. Oh, that's right. Errol, in an act of fucking stupidity, they make it to the roof. And the guy makes it to the roof, too, the air, the the bad evil alien. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of charred up and burned up a little bit each time because they keep burning him. And uh, he falls off the roof. The cat, like, does a kick or something like that, and he flips off the roof and breaks all his bones. And then he stands up and he kind of corrects it because he's the poopy muck monster. He's not really bone. Uh-huh. He can just form bone. Mm-hmm. So he, like, fixes himself, and Errol's like, hold on a second. And he takes two bottles of vodka, smashes them over his head, Grabs a wire, lights oh, himself on fire. <laughs> He's like, hold my beer. And jumps at the guy into the pool. And the guy gets out of the pool instantly. Errol's dead. <laughs> what a waste. Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. He just wasted his whole life for nothing, man. When did those weird creatures show up? Which creatures? There were these creatures and they, they started, it was, it tur- all of a sudden turned into this big claymation thing. Oh, because they run to uh, some sort of observatory 
That's when they went. So they go to an observatory. They hide from the evil alien. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And she looks through the telescope. Mm -hmm. And that's where she's like, oh, my God. First, she's like, Errol's dead. He was my guide. And he was the only one that knew how to get home. And she just points the telescope at some random part in the sky. Oh, there it is. (laughs) I was like, come on, man. Like. That's some shit, dude. Out of a million, billions of fucking stars. Yours is the one that's the biggest, almost as big as the moon, like, you know, glowing wise. Anyway, it was just funny. Alien goes there to try to find them. They escape and drive into the city. They escape and go into some city or something like where there's a bunch of people eating. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's this huge duct to all the orange stuff starts. Oh, that's right. That's when you see like. Those creatures show up. Yeah, like the guy with the green eyes, the evil guy. Oh, yeah, and that guy. It was it was crazy. All the time, all the while, when this stuff was pouring out, by the way, I keep thinking to myself, like, this shit's radioactive. Like, why is, like, I just feel like all the characters' hair should be falling out. I know, right? <laughs> you know, like, I thought well, that would be really funny. You know, that takes time, you know. Yeah, it's a little extra makeup. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I just thought, you know, it'd be funny if they're, like, talking to each other and they're, like, Hair is just slowly falling out, like while they're and nobody's they're not pointing it out or anything. It's just like a <laughs> I mean the stuff is fucking burning the entire building. Right. I don't know what building they went into, but everybody's sitting there eating and everybody's getting melted the fuck. Mm-hmm. Except of course the three of them. Well, it's um air oh no, I'm sorry, it's it's the princess, the cat, and wisely. Wisely was wise enough to tell his wife to stay back at the observatory for some reason. Right. She ends up living because of that. And pops up at the end. Yeah. But it's like they they realize that everything is getting melted on the bottom floor, so they have to climb up. And so, like, this thing is, like, desperately trying to prevent them from getting up the building. And so it's, like, crushing out, like, the stairways. It's, like, you know, they're dangling trying to get up. There's, like, this whole scene. Mm-hmm. Then they get to the roof, and you can see, like, the... It's like they had, they filmed this, this like uh, model upside down and poured like goop inside the, the thing. And so it would come out the windows and like gravity would do the work. So it would just come up the building. It looks like it's like filling up and they did all these close up shots and then put them in front of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. So like the old green screen method. So oh, okay. They used, they did a shot of this fake building that's the size of a miniature they turned it upside down, poured all this orange shit in it, like goop. Mm-hmm. And then you could see it coming out of the windows, looking like it's climbing up the fucking thing by flipping the image. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, now? yeah. So that's when all the orange shit climbs up the building and turns into a huge monster head. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if they were really settled on what the creature would look like. <laughs> so they just used a bunch of different things. <laughs> It's like morphing and changing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like one is like a a weird like alien looking face, and then another one's like a goofy booger monster mm-hmm. with like a big old like gaping Squidworth mouth. <laughs> and uh, I think that like they were like trying to they were freaking out and they didn't know what to do, and then the cat just flies <laughs> into the gaping Squidworth mouth. Of this giant monster. Did, didn't it have the thing in its mouth, the oh, thing for the museum? The octagon. Yeah, because I guess that's what killed it. Right. You're right. They somehow in this movie 
taped this paper mache thing to a cat's neck. <laughs> so whenever it was running with this thing, because a cat doesn't have arms, you know what I mean? Like it has legs. Right. So like, how the hell is it holding it? But they just like kind of like wrapped it around its neck each time. But anyway, the cat's flying into this thing's mouth. It gets into the center of it and it explodes. And you're like, oh, well, poor kitty, right? Mm-hmm. No, the cat's not dead. No, of course not. He's an alien. Yeah. But the cat was already dead. He's invincible. Yeah. So there's glitter everywhere. And he gets up from all the glitter. And the, and then they're like, how are we going to get home? This glitter is going to take us home. That's what she said. Do you oh, remember? the radioactivity. Yeah, the... of the glitter. And then they She's sail like, it's magic. Away. She points up to the sky and she's like, that's our home. And this laser beam. I don't know what happened. That was, that was earlier. I think the laser beam shines back. Right. It was earlier. But they just float up into the sky. Yeah, because it was the glitter. She said it was the glitter. She was high. The she... glitter will take us home. So really, she was just high on alien monster dust. Yeah. So her and the cat, they flew back to their home they star. They fell off the building in the end and then they got buried. <laughs> no, they didn't. And they did a bunch they of. They floated home. They they got an autopsy on them uh, afterwards in the real it world. Ra- it, it was radiation. <laughs> yeah, they were like cutting open the cat to see what it was there. You know what's inside of it. <laughs> and it's Mighty Mouse inside of the cat. <laughs> Here I come to save the day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a really weird ending. Yeah, it was. It was he like ending. just waves to her. He's like, Ooh. bye. Nice to know you. And then afterwards, like he goes and, and finds his girlfriend. She comes back to him and this reporter comes up to him and is like, wisely, wisely. What happened? You have to tell us what happened. He was like, no, I don't. I don't have to tell you shit. Yeah. <laughs> he kicks her in the groin and then walk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it just sounded so mean when you said it that way. <laughs> But no, he's just like, yeah, you'll find out when you read my book. That's a, that's how you do it. That's the American way. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> a love story. Oh, wait, he was a writer. Never mind, yeah. I forgot. Capitalism. A like- sci-fi cat, the thing blob movie with a dog fight. <laughs> love story. <laughs> uh, fantastic. You enjoyed yourself. This is almost a perfect film for this category, by the way. Almost. It's not, it's not, we're not, you know, it's one that I will definitely, I will rewatch this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to show your friends. Yeah. You definitely have to show your friends because you're going to be like, what the fuck? Your ass will be, your bowels will your be blown be out. Yeah. You will have seepy butt syndrome because mm-hmm. it will be blown out. You will just not be, you will be amazed. At the things that you see. Anyway, I hope I hope this is good for you guys because I'm talking it up so much, but I've just never seen anything like it. Like, it really is that unique. So it's very hard to find some of these films sometimes, but that's what we do here. We try to do the work for you. Sometimes they're bangers. Sometimes they're not. We take the risks for you so you don't have to. And hopefully you listen to the end, like right now, and poopy muck monster is the key word. So if you say poopy muck monster, we'll know that you listen to the very fucking end, okay? That's much of a legend you are, all right? Legend of the poopy muck. Poopy muck. Anyway, I'm just teasing. Anyway, (laughs) you don't have to listen to the end, but it's just cool if you do. So, Christina, do we even know what we're going to be watching next week? No, we do not, but I'm sure we will tell social media about it. We got Dr. Giggles in the mail from Ryan. Yeah, do you have a, a dentist appointment next week? Oh, God. You're right. Fuck!
I don't want to go. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Anyway, so we'll figure it out. What we're going to watch next week for you guys. I, I'm sorry. We don't know. It's just been a long, it's been a long week. So we're going to figure it out. But if you would like to watch more, you know, weird as fuck wonders like we did today, let us know. Is this something that we can elaborate on and build on? And uh, do it. I'm going to basically, we have a logo and everything we're going to put on stuff to just let people know so that when you are looking for these things and you're like looking at our catalog, you can go, oh, hey, that's a weird as fuck one. We've done a lot of them already, but I'm going to start doing it now. Right. Because I think that's where I really like to kind of like necessitate in the the podcast space mm-hmm. is the shitty horror movies, the the weird, wild, wonderful wonders of the world that make you go, hmm. So, right. not like CNC Music Factory, hmm, but like, hmm, you know. Is it? Things that make you go, hmm, oh, yeah. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is that? Old. Yeah, it's part old, guys. Anyway, thanks for coming by. We really do appreciate you guys. We'd love to hear what you think about these movies. Are you going to watch them? Have you heard of them before? Have you seen them before? Are you going to let people know about our podcast because we let you know about this thing? Please share our podcast. It really does go to help us. Please give us a review. It always does help us. But other than that, thank you guys so much for coming by. And as always, long live the void.